Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the development of psychic guidelines. This is your host, the Dream Teacher, and joining me later in the show will be my guest and friend, Dionysus E. And we will be talking about astrology in the show. Now, you may be wondering, what in the heck does astrology have to do with psychic guidelines? What what is psychic, being psychic, psychicism, and astrology? What do they have to do with each other? Well, that is what we're going to be discussing. And uh, also getting into why astrology is just very important in the entire metaphysical field altogether. What I wanted to pose to you as a question um, for you to think about is uh, when a psychic reader, when they are giving you readings and picking up on energies, etc., um, where do you think that the knowledge of these energies comes from? There's a difference between a psychic and a medium, where a medium can just tell you things that a spirit or soul is telling them to say to a person. You know, for example, if you're connecting with a soul and they say, you know, uh, this is my child, blah, 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 you know, my son, and I want you to tell them that I left the box with the will underneath the bed cabinet, whatever. You know, it's totally different than a psychic picking up on a person's own energy. You know, there's no spirit or anything telling them what to say or, you know, any validation. All the validation and everything lies within the psychic themselves. So where do you think that they understand all this energy or do you think they know all these terms um of course a lot of it can come with experience um that's why nine times out of ten you do see older psychics you know giving readings and offering that to the public but um myself and a couple others Dennis included uh we're part of a way younger generational group here of uh metaphysical and universalists or whatever have you, whatever you want to call them. We'll coin a name for that soon enough. Um, but, you know, you, you need to get this information somewhere. Again, a lot of people either have experience or they are birthed into this life where they have had many incarnations and they just are automatically connected um, because of their past lives with all this experience and all the work that they've done previously. Um, but what I would like to pose to you is that astrology can actually offer the information of all of these energies already. Each planet, you know, sun and moon included, holds uh, a big base of vocabulary words that directly relate to the energy that the planet gives off. Of course, uh, some astrologers will argue, you know, that the true nodes and the asteroids also have a huge part in this. But what I really wanted to focus on is the planets and their energies that they create and give off to us. And in knowing and helping, well, in studying astrology, it can help immensely with your energetic vocabulary, so to speak. And it is much easier to provide a reading when you have a bigger vocabulary about the energies that directly affect us. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. 
Um, Dionysus, are you with me here? Yes. All right. Excellent. I didn't know if you heard um, anything of what I was saying, but mm-hmm. I was just describing to the listeners about um, how astrology is useful and how that even relates to uh, psychic work and development, etc. So, uh, I wanted to um, get you to talk to the listeners about a couple of things. I know you are a very, very good astrologer, and uh, I think you have a lot to offer, not to mention all the countless work that you're doing right now. I'm sure people will be able to find soon enough. But just giving them a little bit of an opener here as to why as to why astrology is so relative to us right now. Well, uh, I I didn't hear everything that you said, but from my own understanding, you know, astrology simply and and this is and this is something I share with every single person I ever talk to. I'm sure I've told this to you a thousand times <laughs> over and over and over. But you know, a lot of people often, and, and the dictionary defines astrology as being the study of the the planets and their influence on terrestrial affairs. Um, and throughout my own personal study, I've come to completely disagree with that definition of astrology and have, I guess, undertaken my own path towards understanding astrology and what I've the understanding that I've come into is is what I call celestial philosophy. Um and the and the reason I call my own astrological study or celestial study celestial philosophy is because astrology itself is a branch of philosophy. Just like astronomy and just like science. Even though, you know, a a, a lot of scientists won't admit it in the old days science was a branch of philosophy, just as ethics and epistemology and logic and, you know, uh, ethics and all those other uh, studies were, you know. So um, for me, to, to make it simple, astrology is the celestial study of the fundamental energies that shape our entire universe and the celestial bodies that reflect our terrestrial terms. Very interesting. You're totally renaming it and making it your own. And that's what I was uh, describing to the listeners as well, is that um, there is a group of younger uh, generational beings here. I mean, I wouldn't exactly say, you know, crystal children or any of that. But I mean, we are younger and we come here with a greater understanding. And it's hard for us to... um, I guess receive the accreditation without having the experience that these, you know, 40, 50-year-old psychics have and that they've been doing things for so long. And I think it's very, very interesting and very cool that you kind of turn it and use it into your own thing. And I think that's really important for other people to do as well. Anything metaphysical, you really need to embrace it as a tool for your own uh, your own personal development, as well as using it to help others if you so choose. Yep. It's important to bring it into your own life as real and 
relatable as possible. I agree. Oh, my God. You know, this is a major, major... What you just stated was, like, a major concern. You know, it's something that I've been concerned with ever since I joined the spiritual community, ever since I stumbled upon Blog Talk Radio and began interacting with a number of different, like, psychics and mediums and tarot readers and astrologers. Like, the one thing that I've always found myself questioning was whether or not these individuals actually utilize their practices and the practices that they preach about and talk about and share with other people in their own daily lives. You know, and for me, there's really no point in utilizing and studying astrology if I'm not going to utilize it uh, to understand my world, you know, and and utilize it to understand the world around me. And that's really what it's for. Astrology is a tool of enlightenment. In astrology, astrology itself is ruled by the sign Aquarius. Aquarius rules over universal or collective consciousness and and truth. Um and that is what astrology is. Astrology it really is a charting or the astrology chart itself is a, a as we said earlier a cosmological map that that reflects the every aspect of your existence and and thus allows you to awaken to a collective or universal awareness of not only your life but everyone's life. When you study astrology, you begin to look at the universe in a different way. You understand that there are primarily 12 experiences in which every, or 12 primary life experiences in which every human being on this planet um, um experiences throughout the course of their lifetime. You know, they everyone experiences birth. Everyone experiences, you know, um some sort of a body bodily development. Everyone goes through a, a process in which they become uh conscious of them, themselves. You know, everyone experiences um some sort of a an upbringing and uh and nourishment from their family. Everyone has a hobby. Everyone has certain routines that they need to and regimens that they need to follow daily. Everyone has relationships. Right. Everyone experiences death. Everyone has some sort of experience with sexuality, whether or not they embrace it or, you know, um or are um restricted from it. Um or right. restrict themselves from it by being celibate. Um everyone travels or has some experience with traveling or um or not, you know, it, regardless, everyone in their in life has these experiences, and the 12 houses in astrology reflect these different experiences. And therefore, by understanding your own birth chart and the astrology house, house, the astrological houses, you understand every aspect of life in its entirety, and you begin to understand other people's lives and other people's That's experiences. That's so true. And it's important to note, you know, that, Astrology is not like a religion or anything, you know. It's not going to say that this is what had happened and this is what is going to happen. This is what things. It's not what it's about anymore. That may have been what it was, but that's not what it is. Not. I think some people have preconceived notions about it. You know that oh well, you can only live this way and that way and blah blah blah. And that to me sounds like uh, you know some religions that I've heard of. And I think that it's important to know that no, it's not something that is set in stone, you know, for the rest of your life. Yes, when you do a natal chart, it will stay the same, you know, because you cannot change the time or location of your birth. That will always stay the same. But 
even when you look, if you were to look at your chart right now, and then 10 years from now, look at your chart again, it is amazing to see the differences in your understanding of it. It's as if it grows with you or your perception of it and changes entirely because your life is in a different place. It's in a different energetic state. Yep. Hopefully. Hopefully. Unless you're stuck and I myself have gotten stuck and know many people that get stuck in their lives and just sit there <laughs> don't do much. It's not a very fun place to be, I'll tell you that. Learned a lot. But it happened. But, I digress. Um, so, really, it's just a, it is an amazing tool to understand the world, yourself, and everybody else. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I can tell you that I would not be where I am today without astrology. I mean, I naturally, I knew that I always just wanted to know everything. I needed to know everything. I needed to figure out as much information as I possibly could about the world. And it was so funny. As soon as I got out of school, as soon as I got out of public education, that was when the learning really started to pile in. And astrology happened to be one of those things. And it just set me off on a whole whole path of just understanding of who I am and who I really am at the core. And I don't think that I would have ever had a solid grasp on that at this age, you know, at least right now, if I didn't have astrology. So I think it's definitely helpful for those that are always in question, you know, that question about everything. And you'll also find common traits with people like that. For example, having Mercury in a very... um, uh, uh, mindful location, having it where it's associated with it's in the fifth house, uh, but it's in Gemini as well. I mean, like something like that, and you'll notice all those little, um, not coincidences, but similarities among charts, and understand why certain people get along, why they don't. Yeah, why, like, why this way? people are interested in the same things. For instance, for instance, you know, somebody with Mercury in the fifth house. The fifth house rules over creativity and music and entertainment and games and fun and leisure activity and even sports. And and you'll find that people with Mercury in the fifth tend to have those sort of, you know, those similar interests because Mercury rules over our ability or, or it rules over what it means to focus, think, or consider or, or, or you know, be interested in something or focus on something. And in the, the fifth house, it would only make sense that that person is interested in or focuses on having fun and things that make them laugh and things that they enjoy and, and, and sports and, you know, create, creative endeavors. And a lot of people would have, a lot of people with Mercury in the fifth house would have those similar you know, traits or characteristics about them. They would think about the the same things and be interested in the same activities where somebody with Mercury in the 8th house may more or less be interested in sex and death. And they would want to talk about those types of things. You know what I mean? Because Mercury is a sign of communication. And therefore, two people with those with Mercury in the 8th house would find that they have a good rapport, you know, because they're interested in a similar topic. You know, and the chart clearly shows this. It it helps you to understand why you have a good rapport with someone, yet you you can't live with that person. You know what I mean? Absolutely, or, yeah. 
or you can love a person, but you can't be around them. You know, yeah. and 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 that the chart shows that the chart would show why. How could you imagine the efficiency that can be used here in all of Earth if we use astrology as a means of uh, placing people in certain places? For example, say you have a factory job, right? And yeah. you only want to hire. You need you need strong people. You need people that can withstand work over, you know, long periods of time. How amazing would it be to be like, okay, you know, if you have Mars in a fire sign, you absolutely can have this job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. categorizing things like that. I don't know why I keep imagining that, but I feel like it would just be so efficient. Not only that, all that in but my just mind. learning. What about classrooms? What about children that, exactly. you know, sit in the back of the class and do not get the proper attention that they deserve or that they need? You know, to be able to understand the material being given. It's as simple as this, you know. I mean, different people learn differently, you know what I mean? And by understanding, by having a teacher look at a child's Mercury sign and seeing that that child's Mercury is, I don't know, perhaps in in a fire sign, then that that child is not going to learn by having words thrown at them, whereas a child with Mercury in an air sign would. You know, they would learn. Um through uh, verbal exp- explanations and, you know, through reading and writing because that's what the air element rules over. Um, but uh, because the fire element rules over action, the person with Mercury in a fire sign would need to actually get up and do what it is. What they're trying right. to learn. Yes, right. yes. They would have to actually do, act out what is needed to be, what they need to act out in order to learn. You know, they can't learn by just having words thrown at them. They have to get up and do it. They have to act on that information. I wonder Um, if something like this has already been, you know, tested. I'm sure it's been theorized before. I wonder if it's actually been applied and tested, you know. I think all of this has been, you know, um, hypothesized or or thought about, you know what I mean? Right. Theory. But I don't think it's been been applied. You know, this makes me really want to just, like, create an astrology school. And it's actually what I've been working on. You know, I have been working on that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if you anybody remember, wants to learn astrology, learn it from Dionysus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know. I actually don't want to teach anybody, but I feel it's my purpose, you know. <laughs> and, and my chart shows that. Um, How interesting. Yeah. And ironic. Well, it not is. really, but... Well, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, in my chart, I have the moon, square, mercury... Moon and Pisces. My personally, I want to retreat away from the world. I want to live in my, you know, in a in a fantasy land. I want to retreat into the solace of my own spiritual sanctum here, within the confines of my crazy imagination. <laughs> um, away from that was crazy as mine. You know, <laughs> away from people in the real world. Um, and but with Mercury and Gemini, I can't help but talk. You know, and then having the sun in Gemini, the sun represents our life purpose. It is my purpose to talk, to teach, to communicate, to share knowledge, to share information. So it's you know that's the that because the the moon and Pisces in the square with Mercury, which rules over my sun, there is that inherent challenge between my life purpose and what I feel like doing. I don't 
you Steve, like teaching anyone. <laughs> now all, the, all the listeners can absolutely apply, you know, what you just said. Even if they don't know the terms, Mercury Square, you know, or yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Even if they don't know, you can just see by the confidence of what he has thought about and felt inspired to do, backed up with the validation behind his chart that the energies are there, that they do properly Yes, flow, and what they need to that know is works. that I did, not, I did not grow up having someone telling me that astrology was real. I didn't have any teacher. I didn't care to know. I didn't believe in it. I didn't believe in anything. I was a skeptic, you know what I mean, until, you know, that experience I had when I was 10 when I saw RN. I'm not getting into it, but, like, that opened me up and awakened me to the realization that there are things out there in this universe that not everybody can see, but that still exists. You know, and so, of course, naturally, I wanted to learn astrology and numerology or whatever. And um, I've come to realize that the more I studied astrology, the more it was, it applied to my life and it was absolutely right on target. And I've always said to myself, if there's one instance in which it is not accurate, then I'm just going to stop doing it. And that hasn't been the case in the past, I don't know how long I've been doing this, like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, of astrology, at least, you know. Right, you know. right. Uh, but anyways, we have one caller, so let's, let's pick this person up. And, I mean, All it's right. fitting because we're down to eight minutes anyway. So let's have your name and where are you calling from, caller 608? Hey, guys, it's Jordana. Hi, I knew it. Hi. Hey, you told me to call in, <laughs> yes, so I, I figured I would. Yes, well, that's because it's just easier to talk over the air as opposed to in the chat room. I know. You, like, are so busy all of the time. (laughs) You have no idea. Like, I'm coming from band practice. I'm balancing, like, my my regular, my musical life with my spiritual life and my regular life. And it's just too many lives. You just need, like, to get your own show, I think. Oh, I've had that. (laughs) I'm a seasoned veteran. Like, I have my own show, but I had to put that on remission. I, I don't have any time to to do my own show. And I have another show after this one. Actually, me and Brandon have another show to do after this one with our friend Starlene, who's an amazing oh, gemologist. I just don't <laughs> have time. <laughs> you guys are crazy busy. <laughs> crazy busy. feels great. feels amazing. Yes. Busy is fun. It is. Yes. yes. So, I know you have questions. <laughs> I do, I do. Actually, my question's about a relationship. Um, and you already know about it because yes. we've talked about it. So I <laughs> I don't know what information you need, um, Brandon, but um, it's just I'm confused. <laughs> hmm, okay. Seems like it. <laughs> Is that oh, makes sense? Uh, may I, can I ask his name? Um. Yeah, sure, Omari. Omari. Okay. Hmm. Oh, this will be interesting to see if he gets the same information I got. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You can, like, hear it right, you know, right from the mouth. Yep. It's right from the horse's mouth. No, (laughs) it's fans or butts. All right. So, immediately, okay, I get this just feeling, okay, within my own body. It makes my stomach uneasy. So, what this shows me is that something is making this whole situation nervous or anxious. That's uh, Oh, yeah, general, absolutely. This is the general feeling that I'm getting. Um, let's see if I can ask why. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I just heard immediately <laughs> something about him being very insecure. Um, he is not, oh, my gosh. Like, this whole thing is 
something he is not used to. Like, I feel like you, your energy can be overwhelming for some people. Oh, absolutely. And true. That's right. I think, <laughs> I think, <laughs> that's absolutely. right. I feel like not he is being And I'm, like, very independent and really yeah. career-driven and focused and have a lot of dreams and goals, too. Yes. And you're very right. bubbly. Your energy bubbles outward, you know, whereas a lot of people's energies are more, you know, a lot of people tend to be introverted in this world today, you know, or they close themselves off, but your energy doesn't, you just expands outward. It's very, very Jupiterian, if I if I will, and Jupiter is the planet of expansion and abundance and, you know, um, so your energy tends to spread outward, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Good thing. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, like I'm really loud too, you know. Loud. Yeah, you're ringing in my headphones right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, <laughs> it's true. I mean, I you know, it. isn't it true? Like with all Italian so people, though. Yeah, no. Well, no. Some. I don't know. <laughs> not, Some, not I, all. Stereotypically, I guess. But. On this show. Instead, we we go by astrological race. <laughs> so okay, okay. you may have Leo in you, you know. And this I do. Well, I'm a really late cancer. Leo, yeah, late cancer, very close to Leo. So very, like I'm like three days prior. I was supposed to be born as a Leo. Wow, there you go. You're very close to the Leo cusp. And so yes. that's, that's your astrological okay. race, your, your astrological ethnicity. That's what we're going to call it here. Oh, <laughs> okay. I like it. I like I'm going to create that. i got to write that down for my lesson. Plan yeah, you better. In astrology. You, you will. Seriously. Absolutely. Anyways. Okay, so, I mean, it's no, it's no question, really, why the whole thing is confusing. I mean, you have a strong <laughs> energy. You. you seem, you know, very uh, serious in your relationships, uh, regardless mm-hmm. of the, the manner that you present yourself in. But Oh, yeah, whether it's a friendship or, like, family exactly. or relationship. You, you, I'm you're in it. In you're, you're real about it. You know, it's very serious mm-hmm. to you, and you hold yeah, that I don't close bullshit. to you. And <laughs> I think that he's really experienced um, a lot of things like that. He hasn't experienced people like that, and I would even go as far as to say that. You know, most of the people have just pushed that pushed him out of their lives, and he's always wanted that kind of deep connection. I don't know um, why people would push him out, but it just no, seems absolutely that... absolutely, they have. Like, they've always, like, walked all over him or used him right. or just so have, like, sense, treated him in a different been, manner. In a sense, he's kind of been independent, but he was forced to be independent. So he's, you know, the only person that he can trust is himself, but what he really needs is to actually trust in somebody else in order for him to be complete. I totally feel that. And it's so weird for him because it's a, it's a change. He feels, like I said, again, you know, he feels very... Um, you know what else? He won't give into it, too. Like, I can feel him just as right, he's talking, talking I can such feel an him. Energy. He wants to, you know. It's like that, he's like that kind of older, uh, uh, young adult that wants to open up to expressing love and being in a relationship with someone, but they can't give themselves, you know, give in to the relationship, and so they retreat, knowing that they love the person, they avoid the person, they feel anger towards the person for no reason, even though they really want to just connect them, but they're really angry yes. at themselves for not being able to connect and open themselves up. 
you know, so it's that type of thing, and I kind of see that. So to kind of just bring this on home, only in the because we have one more color. Um, I feel what what would you say about her relationship with with this individual? Like, what do you feel about that in general? If you can tap into that, like where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> or where it should go, or where it shouldn't go. You know, whatever you feel. Um. Okay. Well, I always hate to be jerk about it, but honestly, I don't feel it's going to really go. I think you will make an impact on his life, but I don't think this is going to be a person that you will, you know, end up with for a long time. Not the one. I told her that. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I, I really feel that you can make a good, strong impact on his life, and you'll also learn some ways on how you deal with people, because there's not too much here for you specifically, but you're just going to learn some, you know, semantics about just the inner workings of people, and um, it's just, I think it'll just it'll help him go in a good direction if you, you know, keep this in a positive light. Yes. That's all. Right. But if no, he's not, he's not the one. I don't feel that, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, well, that's good to know. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. You're an awesome person, though. You know, you're going to find a, an awesome person. Um you you just like are you're relevant to you. You know you are career driven, and as long as you yeah. have that in your focus, you never ever know who you're going to run into. Well, I know I am. Point. I'm a little overly. We are down <laughs> driven. No, seconds. I want to tell the other two callers that are still on the air to hold tight. We are going to go in the archive with you guys. But thank you to all the live listeners that listen to the Dream Teacher Show. I'm saying this for him only because he probably didn't realize it's time to end the show. But um, you guys that are that have called in, stay on the line. We're going to get to you guys in the archive. We're coming to you right now. Thanks, everybody, that listened to the live shows. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, there's no music that's going to be playing, so... <laughs> <laughs> We well, have up. fun. Thank you so much for You're all your welcome, insight. Jordania. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Take care. All right. Caller 901, you're on the air with Dionysus and Brandon C. What's your name? Where are you calling from? How can I help you? Hi, this is Lanise, and I'm just listening in. Hi, Lanise. I remember Hi, you so clearly. <laughs> yes, I remember Virgo. you well. <laughs> or uh, Virgo energy, at least. Yeah, Virgo Ascendant. Yes, I always, I always feel it. I always remember your energy. I don't ever remember your name, but I remember the way you feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, how are you tonight? I saw your name here, so I said, let me listen in. We're about to be on another show, and, like, we got to go there now, actually. i got to go over there. <laughs> right now, what time yeah, that? I said, okay, I guess they're going to leave one show and go to another, but I will be listening. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> love you, too. Bye. See you on another one. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, Brandon. Take care. Is, this, is the other show on right now? Yes, it is. Or I'm signing oh, in to find out. <laughs> Awesome. All right. One second. Let me call. Yeah, call. You know the show, Starling Show, right? Uh, it's on my page. Facebook. Okay. It's on my Facebook page. All right. All Good right. show. Adios, amigo. Adios. <laughs>